0: Girl, I'm so glad you're here. I know you're crazy busy, so before we get started, I want to give you a gift. It's my new guide called, wait for it, five steps to simplify your focus in five minutes. Now, you may need this if you've ever felt like you're being pulled in too many directions. So you do a little of this, then a little of that, and you get whiplash from trying to do all the things that seem to all matter all at the same time. Your faith, your relationships, your work or business, your household, And who even has time for fun anymore? Anyway, instead of throwing your hands up in exhaustion and opting for scrolling or binging, let's be honest, who hasn't been there? Set a timer for five minutes. Open up this guide and go through these five simple steps. And I promise you'll know exactly where to put your focus right now so you don't waste your time on less important things. Sound amazing? I know you're here to make an impact for him, so let's redeem your time, my friend. Head over to lissafiggins.com forward slash five and I'll whisk it off to your inbox ASAP. And if you're mount multitasking, because who doesn't, I'll drop the link in the show notes for you. Hey friend, welcome to the Simplified Focus podcast. I'm your host, Lissa Figgins, founder of the Simplified Focus brand, where we inspire, equip, and empower women like you living in today's crazy world to leave behind the busy, Hurry and more, and lean into a life of rest, purpose, and enough. A life that is simplified. <sighs> Doesn't that feel better already? The solution to an overbusy, overfilled, and overcommitted life is not to try to keep up with all the things, but to slow down, to break free from the distractions, and simplify your focus around what matters most. Now, I know what you're thinking. What's a girl to do to simplify when she's got so much on her plate? I get it and I got you go grab my free resource, the simplified focus roadmap with four steps to clarify your one thing in this season of life. You'll find it at lissafiggins.com forward slash one, or click the link in the show notes. We've all got the same 24 hours in the day and want to make them meaningful. So on this episode, I'll share tips and tools to help you choose to do less and live more and create a simplified focus too. Are you ready for it? Good. Let's get started. Friend, I hope this is something you look forward to each week. You know, you and I hanging out together. In fact, if you're like me and you don't want to miss a thing, you're following the show, right? And when you have a spare minute while walking, mopping, driving, or getting ready, All my favorite times to listen to podcasts, you keep going back to make sure you hit all the episodes, right? I pray this podcast is binge worthy. But don't worry, you don't have to go all the way back to episode one. In fact, I recommend starting at 76. Today is episode 83. So that's not so bad, right? Episode 76 is when things shifted around here. And the idea of creating a simplified focus, one that's not buried, scattered or distracted by all the things Cause you've identified what matters most. and You've got a plan to live that out. Even in this busy world, that's when we started changing things in episode 76. We took a look at the journey that got me and us here today and where we're going next, and I encourage you to think about your own journey and how God is using where you've been in the past to shape where you will be one day. Episode 77 gives you a simple formula for writing your vision and making it plain so you can run with it. And I shared the new simplified focus vision as an example. In episode 78, we dove into the first part of our mantra around here, do less. We talked about the snares of expectations, obligations, and distractions, both inside and out, and how they trap us into doing more. In episode 79, we looked at how to embrace the second part of the mantra, live more. Most women don't know what that would even look like. So I gave you seven questions to help you get started. Next in episode 80 we talked about values as the pillars for the life you're building and I shared the four pillars that Simplified Focus is founded on. Then in episode 81 I laid all my cards on the table and shared three reasons you may not want to listen to me. I won't spoil it so be sure to go back and listen to that one. Episode 82 was all about our need for community and the story of the two acorns and an invitation to join the Simplified Focus membership community, which, by the way, officially opens its doors this week. Because here's the thing, you're not meant to do it alone. And if you could do it alone, you'd have done it already and have no issues staying focused on only what matters, right? Right. This is a lifelong process, my friend, one I will never have arrived at. So I'm inviting you to join me on the journey. Depending on when you're listening, you can either get on the wait list to get one of the first founder spots or get in the group right away. Just go to lissafigginscom forward slash community. Either way, for a limited time, you can access the founder's member pricing. That is until those spots are filled. All the resources, coaching, and connection you need to break free from all the things and simplify your focus so you can leave by in the hurry, the hectic, and hustle for peace, presence, and purpose are waiting on the inside. So what are you waiting for? I'm giving you permission to push pause right now. Go visit lissafiggins.com forward slash community. Then after you're done listening, you can check your inbox and we'll get on with episode 83. Woo woo. Are you in? I can't wait to have two-way conversations with you inside the community and help you take the information you learned from the podcast and other resources and put it into action in your life to experience significant results. Finally, and the fun has just begun inside the community. You get access to focus accountability calls, Q and A coaching, book clubs, and power hours, plus a few parties sprinkled in. And did you see the invite to the welcome party? Plus your two free gifts. You can go back and look around more after this episode, but today we're talking about living from cause not effect. You remember junior high science class, right? I know you may have tried to erase those awkward years from your memory, but they did happen and they did help form who you are today. Besides. Did I tell you I taught junior high for several years? I much preferred having students who could tie their own shoes and wipe their own noses. But there was a little attitude that came along with that. No worries. That bell rang every 47 minutes and I got my whopping three-minute break and a new batch of kids. Anyway, remember junior high science class when you talked about the law of cause and effect? You know how much I love to define terms as a former teacher, so here's the definition. The law of cause and effect is a universal law which specifically states that every single action in the universe produces a reaction, no matter what. Or as I remember it, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. For example, because the alarm was not set, we were late for work. Since school was canceled, we went to the mall. Susie made a rude comment, so Elise walked away. The meal was cheaper than expected, so we ordered dessert. Betty completed each task perfectly, so she was promoted. I had to get the mop since I spilled my coffee. Maria didn't follow the recipe correctly, so the cake did not rise. The weather forecast called for rain, so she took her umbrella. Because of a price increase, sales are down. When the baby was crying, the baby was crying, so grandma picked him up. When the manuscript is edited, the company will publish it. Because the cat was frightened, he arched his back. Since the electricity went out, the ice cream in the freezer melted. And since the refrigerator was practically empty, we had to go to the store. We live in a world of cause and effect. And if we truly understand this universal law, we can apply it to our lives to ensure that the effects are taking us in the direction we want to go. But first, we have to decide who or what is the cause. Because everything in life is a process. Thoughts lead to feelings, lead to actions, lead to results. And around and around it goes. What separates the person with the desired effect? Otherwise known as a result or an outcome, from the one with the undesirable one is where the cycle starts, i.e., what's the cause. Most people, they live by default, like 98% of people. They allow the outside world to start the ball rolling. Their current circumstances is not what they want, so that causes them to have untrue thoughts. Untrue thoughts lead to negative feelings, since it's not something they desire. Then, because feelings lead to action or inaction, they do or don't do something based on those negative feelings which leads to a result or an effect they don't want, and the cycle starts all over again, with the circumstances as the cause. For example, Susie looks in the mirror and sees a body that is overweight. That makes her think about how difficult it is for her to lose weight and how she always fails at diets, which leads her to feeling like her hard work to try another one doesn't even matter, which leads her to opening the fridge for a carton of ice cream since it won't matter anyway, which leads her to keeping the weight on or adding more, which leads her to thinking she's not pretty which makes her feel less than. So when her husband gives her a compliment, she puts it down and hides in the house so she doesn't go out with him or with friends anymore. And so the cycle goes on and on. The problem is that Susie is living from effect. Now, in that example, she was obviously the one who had put unhealthy food in her mouth and did not exercise like she should. So technically, she is the initial cause. But for this moment in time, it's her outside circumstances that start the cycle. Sometimes that cycle can be initiated by someone else's actions or an act of nature, But in any of these cases, living from effect is putting the control in the hands of someone or something outside of you to determine what your life will look and feel like. Now, just as a note, you probably know my faith is very important to me and the foundation of my purpose, my vision and my life. So for me, it's a little different if God is the cause of the event that triggers the cycle in my life. Why? Because he is perfect and loves me. So anything he does is for his glory and my good, even when it doesn't feel like it in the moment. Most often, I can look back and see how he used it, but even if I can't see it now, I can trust in the fact that he knows, and some things just won't make sense this side of heaven. It was really interesting the day I was working on my notes for this podcast, our our pastor preached about anxiety, and here was his definition. Anxiety is when your thoughts are controlled by external things. So let me ask you, do you want to hand over control to someone other than God who can be trusted, or something else to initiate the cycle? that's living from effect. You'll be forever reacting to what happens around you. You'll be like that pinball shot out of the gate by the plunger that now holds on for dear life as a flipper, those mechanical arms, send you sailing in one direction until you hit a bumper at high speed, which sends you another way and so on and so on over ramps and lanes and spinners until you finally drop between the flippers into the pit. Remember pinball machines? My friend, that's not how I want to live. Do you? Before we rush on to the alternative, let's pause to ask good questions and notice if this is the case for you. Here's a good exercise grab a piece of paper, find a quiet spot, and get ready to write. Are you ready? You may start with your outside circumstances, AKA results or outcomes. What are your current circumstances? Are they ones you want? Who are the people and things in your life that you find you react to? And there's also value in looking inside. What am I thinking? What am I believing? What am I feeling based on my outside circumstances? Where do those thoughts, beliefs, or feelings come from? Or look at your actions or lack of them. What are you doing in your day, your week, or your month? And what are you not doing? No matter where you look, the key is to identify the outside instigators of the cycle. Because if you don't stop to become aware, the game of life may keep shooting you in directions you may not want to go. And just like the pop-up in the funhouse, Once you know it's there, it's not so scary and it doesn't cause you to react in fear, anxiety, or surprise over and over. But first you have to be aware in order to change. So let's look at the opposite. You being the cause. As my pastor said in his sermon, the only remedy for anxiety is right. Thinking, thinking based on truth. When you know who you are, that you believe that God made you for greatness and a purpose, and you have a clear vision for your life, you think thoughts in alignment with those beliefs which lead to positive feelings about what you want your life to be about, which leads you to taking positive action towards it, even if it's just a series of baby steps, which lead to outcomes and results you desire, which lead you to think about how you want to continue growing, which leads to feelings of excitement, which leads to... You get the picture, right? So let's visit Susie again. She's still overweight when she looks in the mirror, but she believes that God has given her a bigger purpose to fulfill, which leads her to feeling inspired and energized, which leads her to taking the longer walks, and reaching for the veggies instead, which leads her to seeing changes in the mirror, which makes her smile and say, I'm beautiful. So this time when her hubby compliments her, she says, thank you. I'm taking the best care of this body so I can do what I'm called to do, which leads her to getting out of her comfort zone to go encourage a friend over coffee. Do you see the difference? But here's the thing I want you to see. The cycle is the same thoughts, feelings, actions, results. The difference is in where the cycle starts. And that, my friend, makes all the difference, right? So are you letting the outside world, your unfavorable circumstances, or others shape your thoughts? Or do you create your thoughts based on truth about who you are, what you want your life to be about, and what God has given you to do? Are you living from cause or are you living from effect? Guess what? Because it's a law, when there's a cause, there will always be an effect every single time. So use this law of cause and effect proactively in your life, not reactively. Again, how do you know if you're living from cause instead of effect? Grab your journal again, and let's ask some more questions. Look at your results. Are they what you truly desire or someone else? Listen to your thoughts. Are they based on truth and what you've decided you want your life to be about or in someone else's opinion? Do you have mostly positive feelings about yourself and your life that are in alignment with what you think and do? And what about your actions? Do you take purposeful, consistent steps towards the things you say matter most? If so, you should be seeing outcomes or effects that are aligned with what you want. Now I'll be honest for way too long. I was living from effect. What I thought felt and did was based on the external. Often the expectations of others are the effects of their actions. And I was tossed back and forth by whatever wave hit me last. And I gotta be honest. I didn't get very far in relation to where I wanted to go. Rather, I ended up exhausted, simply reacting from one person or circumstance to another. But when I decided to live from cause, yes, it starts with just deciding. Things changed. No longer was I leaving it up to chance or to others. I was living from what I knew about God and who he made me to be and what he called me to do. And here's what I learned. Don't worry about the effect or how you're going to get there. Like I said, it's a law, so the effect will happen. Start by having right thinking. And oftentimes, the effect is even better than you imagined. And let me tell you, it's been an exciting journey with lots of twists and turns and times I'm not so sure, but I'm left feeling energized, not depleted. That's the difference in living from cause, not effect. So whether you're feeling empowered because you're already living from cause, or you're feeling exhausted because you're still living from effect, what matters is what you do right now, like right when you finish this episode, decide. Decide that you will stay in the driver's seat with God by your side or decide you'll keep handing the keys over to someone or something else. And next do do one thing, ask a question, think a thought, notice a feeling, take a step, acknowledge an outcome and always pay attention to who or what is initiating the cycle. And if you ever notice a thought, feeling, action, or outcome, that's not in alignment with what you say you want, notice who's in control and decide to live from cause again, not effect. This whole idea of knowing who you are and what you want your life to be about and how you want it to look and feel is part of the Focus Made Simple course that's exclusive only to members of my Simplified Focus community. Because when you lay the right foundation of being before doing, you can avoid or perhaps even eliminate living from effect because you plus God are the cause. So wanna get access to the course and all the amazing resources, coaching and connection that members get to use every day? Come on over, check it out and join us at lissafiggins.com forward slash community. I'll drop the link in the show notes for those of you listening while you drive, walk, or mop. My favorite podcast listening times. So today, I hope you hear my heart. You don't have to do all the things. Believe that you were created by God for greatness and a purpose. Stop doing and start being. Simplify your focus to do less so you can live more. And friend, I can't wait to see you on the next episode of the Simplified Focus podcast. Friend, thanks for tuning in to the Simplified Focus podcast. I trust this episode inspired and equipped you with practical ways to break free from distractions once and for all, so you can invest your time, resources, and energy in what matters most, because a simplified focus allows you to breathe again, and better yet, to live out your God-given purpose and impact the lives of others. Don't forget to grab your Simplified Focus roadmap to clarify your one thing to focus on in this season of life. You can find the link in the show notes or grab it at lissafiggins.com forward slash one. And may I ask a quick favor before you go? Posting, sharing, and leaving a review on this podcast helps us share the message with more women like you that a simplified life is possible. So until next time, my friend, remember, simplify your focus to do less so you can live more.